this seriously, I think nacho cheese is a much better dip slash sauce than ranch. No, yeah. in general, I'm gonna in go general. with ranch. I will dip. Chicken, I've never had nacho cheese on a on. on a wing. I have. No, I have. I don't like that. <laughs> I've had nacho cheese weird. sauce on orange chicken. That's also weird. What's for wrong me, with you, dude? For me, it's guacamole. Guacamole is my universal. I can dip anything in guacamole. I feel like. Okay, um, I, I'm I'm sticking with ranch. I'm gonna go team ranch. And uh, dude, you put I think you put um, nacho cheese with like things that are have a coarse surface, like nuggets. Yeah. Tortilla mm-hmm. chips, but I think like buffalo wings are too. Buffalo wings are too like slippery or like not slippery, but like they're smooth ish. You know, they don't have like nooks and crannies and shit. Crystal, what what's your uh, dip of Honey choice? Honey mustard. Wow. Or, but, but I've been getting into spicy food though. So, like, are we talking about wings? Because I just missed like half of this conversation because my Google Chrome. Okay. Have you ever tried the Have you ever tried the one chip challenge, or have you heard of it? Never heard of it. What is that? Apparently, have you, Christian, have you heard of it? No, no. There, there's, there's, one there's chip like challenge? a, I, I kind of search for it, but like, there's like a little package of like a, a one chip that's got, it's either like the hottest chip in the world or it's got the hottest spice in the world or something. And uh, the challenge is you're supposed to just eat the one chip without spitting it out or gagging or vomiting. Oh, or okay. Yes. I've heard of this. Yeah. Because it's a, it's a oh, Carolina okay. Reaper. Okay. Which, which is like real... the most ridiculous, yeah, like peppers. So I think, yeah, you buy a, a, a bag of chips, but it's really a bag of chips. Yeah. And that's so, it. So, like, this, the chip made uh, Shaq go for some water. And, you know, like, Shaq's supposed to be like, Mr. Tough, nothing affects me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, and then, and, yeah. Then, and then he had a story about how the water was an accelerant. And he's like, yeah, then I really started to feel the hotness. <laughs> yeah, I was like, well, you, you got to drink milk, dude. Like, that's the... What are you doing with the... Crystal, what about wasabi? Do you, wasabi, do you wasabi I do not like. I like sweet, spicy stuff. Like spicy that still has a taste, not spicy that it's like, that's just plain hot. Like sweet Thai chili? Yeah. Sauce? Or like um, honey chipotle sauce. It's really good. Have you ever tried honey mm. chipotle sauce? Or like honey chipotle barbecue mm. sauce? There's a place called Wood Ranch in... Um... Oh, there's a couple. It's a chain out here. They have a. Well, they used to. <laughs> God damn it, they used to. They had a cherry chipotle habanero uh, barbecue sauce. Oh my god! If you like spicy, sweet, and barbecue, <laughs> it covered all the bases. That sounds so good. good. All the bases. I think yeah, we have a similar one. Oh, it's yeah. a cranberry habanero in uh in this mm, place yeah. called That'll Velocity Wings, <laughs> which is kind of a fucked up name if you think about it. <laughs> It's like Velocity Wings. What about, Paul, did you ever go to Wild Wing Cafe in South Carolina and try the Braveheart? Yeah, I went to Wild Wing Cafe. I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, they, they had they had these little icons. Because how many flavors did they have? Like maybe 15? That is a good number. Like not a ridiculous number, but they had, all, they, they had each flavor and then they had like little uh, chili icons of how hot it was. And it was like one through five, and the only flavor that had five chili, five icons of hotness, was called Braveheart because it was super hot. Yeah, I can't, I can't do the hot stuff. There's. I'm just now getting into spicy food, we, but I used to hate spicy food. Wingstop, because we just got Wingstop out here. Nice, it's fucking delicious. Yeah, no, 
They have uh, mm-hmm. that mango habanero mm-hmm. glaze. Oh my god, that's the, it's that's, the best. That's awesome. But then you can also so get the good. atomic. The atomic. You what? What you want to do is just you want just use that as a as a dot. Like if you're starting to get tired of whatever flavor you're on and that's all you got left, just dip that little tip of the wing right in the into that atomic sauce. Changes up your game. It does. There's a um, a sauce that's seasonal. Uh, from them, it's called Korean Q. It's actually really good as well. Oh, yeah, I remember spicy. that one. That actually, uh, we got that one, Crystal, when you came and visited me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a spicy Korean. The best Q. one hands down. It's very good. At Wingstop right now, the best hands down is their dry rub. They have a Louisiana dry rub. It's like a smoky, spicy. Oh my god! And since it's not super greasy, saucy, the wings stay crispy. Mm-hmm. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, the dry rubs, I think I got to give them more of a chance because I don't really – like I usually pass them up for something that's more saucy because I like sauce. Um, but my go-to wing stop is uh, garlic parm and lemon pepper, mm-hmm. those two flavors. But those are both dry rubs, the though, The garlic they? parm is, but not the lemon pepper. Is it? The really? lemon pepper is a dry rub they're also? Both, they're both oh, dry the rubs. Dry rub- that's why I was like, those yeah, are the best Yeah, the, the lemon pepper is literally just oil, a little bit of oil. And then they toss it in. Oh to, fuck uh, me! You're right. Yeah. So yeah. I guess I am a fan of dry rubs. Then never that mind. Lemon... <laughs> by saying I'm not by, 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 so my by favorite saying... ones. Yeah. Are dry rubs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, obviously, I know what I'm talking about. Clearly. That lemon. That um, lemon pepper. It makes a good dip for the fries at Wingstop. Yeah. Like if you if you have some lemon pepper and then you you soak the fries in that lemon pepper the rest of the sauce, it makes the fries really good. But. When you guys said dry rub, it reminded me of this rib place, Sticky Fingers, in South Carolina. Sticky Fingers! Yeah, yeah. I you just, remember. I just sounds. had to throw that. Sh- <laughs> Dude, so I was moving straight out of my parents' house over last week. Because they're moving to Vegas, so I had a bunch of stuff at the house. And I had, I, I don't know if you got the picture. Did I send you a picture? No. It was a, a, a it was a G-string from <laughs> the Southern Bell. Oh, why didn't you and send me the picture? also my... What? Why didn't you send me the picture? I should have, you should have sent I it to I me. Did. No? I thought I you did. You probably sent it to somebody There's else. That. Maybe instead of Alan, you put mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had a, and then I also had a Sticky Fingers t-shirt, which I got rid of because I'm like, yeah, this fit me tight when I was 18. Why did you buy a G-string, Paul? <laughs> it was uh, a gift when you bought certain lap dances at the Southern Bell. Um, they would give you a G-string. I'm like, what's? I'm not gonna wear this, but whatever. I don't know why I still had it, but I tossed it too. Oh, yeah, I remember. Is this a, is this a strip club or is this a, <laughs> or is this a library? Oh, Southern Bell, not Sticky Fingers. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> there's one place called Southern Bell, and there's another place called Sticky Fingers. Do not confuse which one's a food establishment and which one is a strip club. <laughs> yeah, they I, they could call the strip club Sticky Fingers, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so I will tell you, I did have the best the best filet mignon in Vegas, the yeah, Strip Club. Really? I, I yeah. I mean, who knows? Yeah. No, I went I went to Treasures in in Vegas, and Treasures they have they actually have a full blown restaurant inside the Strip Club set apart like it's separated by a couple doors. So, me and Tiana we were driving around. We saw a. Uh, a sign that said best best steak in Vegas. We're like, yeah, right. We got there, dude. We were really surprised at how good the steak was there. And all the waitresses there, they're not like the they're not the the the, the hooker hoes. 
They're the um, the regular hoes. Like they're like fifty six. They're fifty six year old women from like Jersey and New York. Totally Italian too. So you know, and they're super sweet. You know, hey, yeah. hey, honey, can I get you anything? I was like, yeah. Jesus, what? Like, where am I? Like I just stepped out into a strip club and then into a restaurant. I was just like, <laughs> now go back in there and have a good time. All right, yes. <laughs> what? <laughs> Right. Yeah, it's yeah, it's a little it's a little awkward towards the end because they're like, "Did you want to go inside? You can just go inside." I'm like, "No, we're here for the steak." Thank you. <laughs> I want to go play now. Yeah. So, Crystal, have you have you been to a strip club? Yeah. Me? Yeah. No, I have not. Okay. Well, you can dream. <laughs> I mean, I don't I don't see it in any, I don't see it in any it's future fine. plans or anything. <laughs> If you if you feel weird, <laughs> if you feel if you would feel weird with your brothers taking to a strip club, we need to go then. I'll take you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know. Because I will make sure they run a night train on you. Like... Oh god! <laughs> oh my gosh! My entrance to adulthood by Paul Dillion. Yeah. <laughs> Just and like then I'll give you a cigarette. I'll give you a cigarette afterwards see. too. <laughs> I'm not even 21 yet. You have to be. You have to be 21. Well, to now. No, but I'm just saying. Like <laughs> I'm. I'm. I still feel like a child. <laughs> Especially. In- so when you get when when you're 21, do you think you're gonna go to a strip club? No, I just. I just want. I don't know. I don't know. What do you I don't think? Have what, any what do you think you're gonna all, do? What do you? That's th- all. What do you think is gonna happen on 20 on your 21st birthday? Me? We're obviously taking to a strip club. That's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, like if for your day, like your twenty first birthday, which is mm-hmm. next year, what what would your ideal day be like? Describe for us your ideal twenty first birthday day. I don't know. I mean, I always felt like it was so far away, so I guess I have to start thinking about it. Twenty first birthday, huh? I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely want to like drink because I'll finally be legal to drink, but. Isn't it just like, I don't know. I don't know what I would want to do. She had like drink in front of a cop and say like, I could do this. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I don't know what I would do. Who wants to drink? You want to drink? You want to drink? You want to drink? You got to drink. Like Oprah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody gets a drink. Everybody gets a drink. No, I really don't know what I, like I'm the worst at planning parties for myself. Or So much general. fun. I know. I think that's pretty universal. I mean, it's just no, like... No, I think I can play like, a party for myself. It'd be pretty awesome. Yeah, but you wouldn't be the best at it. Uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure I would. I'd be the best at it. <laughs> I, know what the, I know what the birthday boy it. wants, so... <laughs> okay, so how about this? Let's switch it up. Crystal, okay. what would you hate to do on your 21st birthday? <laughs> I mean, work. Um... So we got that. We're getting you the day off. Okay, getting the day off. Um, I want it to be somewhere where there's, I don't want there to be, like, any bad weather. Okay. What so about, how about, be... bi- how about, uh, big group? So, California. Bi- <laughs> right. Big group, intimate setting, uh, like, public place, like, uh, a private setting. Um, close friends, probably, not like a, not like a big, big thing. So, like, 50 of your closest Instagram friends? Literally, I probably only have like ten friends in real life. <laughs> in so, real life. Don't worry, because literally, Alan only has like two friends. So. <laughs> exactly. So I mean, in real we've life, we've talked about this before. Yeah. In real life, I mean, yeah. make believe, make believe there, there's you know George and Biff. 
and their friends. But. Oh my. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, let's see. P- like intimate group of friends, like close group of friends. Um, excuse me. I don't know what else I would do. What would I do for my birthday? I don't even know what we're doing uh-huh. for his birthday. Yeah. Alex turns 21 on Sunday. And what are you guys doing? Strip club. <laughs> no, we're not. I'm not going to a strip club. Disclaimer, you, you do not have to go to a strip club in order to enjoy, have a good time, and uh, <laughs> celebrate your 21st birthday. There are other it is if you, you want to see some sweet old titties and ass. This is true. Thank you, older brother yes. Christian. For the- exactly. Yeah, I really don't know. I suck at making birthday plans. So you can, how about like... A trailer that has a bunch of like big screen TVs and video games inside. A video game trailer. Then you. Well, like a board game trailer. No, I'm turning 21 though. Instead of instead so of what, what? 51. What <laughs> Dang. Video games. Yeah, man. That's fun. It's a fun thing. That would to be do. dope. I really want a Nintendo Switch. See, so that really they bad. they have it. They have a Nintendo Switch in there that you could play with your friends. Who may or may not have those those games and stuff. You could do something like that. I remember I, I saw okay. I saw a tweet somewhere. It said something like, after playing Monopoly for 20 minutes, I realized why my grandfather's an alcoholic. So. <laughs> 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 Board games? Yep. Yeah. Before so video do... games, before even like legit board, like, like what do you do? But that's when people learn to play piano and guitar. That's when people got good at working with their hands right to pass the mm-hmm. time so you gotta realize oh, that or just drank heavily you can make s'mores on your birthday there we go great. i can make s'mores on... it's gonna be summer you can have summer s'mores summer s'mores oh uh... like a, have, start have... a bonfire and then get some marshmallows and graham crackers and i almost forgot the fucking ingredients of s'mores um and chocolate. Hershey's chocolate Hershey's so- chocolate yes yeah. get a big stick It'd be great oh you guys hard left alex almost touched a black widow the other day like the spider a black yeah as opposed to what alan like grabbing i don't know Jeanette <laughs> yeah, like an actual black lady with no husband or something. No, it's Christian's right. That 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 pool player used to be nicknamed the Black Widow. I thought he almost touched her. <laughs> what? That would have been awesome. Oh my! Oh my God! <laughs> no, but he was grabbing um, firewood, like from a trunk, and was on the phone. And Austin was like, "Dude, there's a Black Widow right there," and. He could have almost died. Yeah, that. Does touching a black yeah. widow kill you? That'd be bad. Well, I mean, if it bites. Oh. I, I, the venom, I it, or if like the venom was on the stick, like people were like, we, like Austin and Olivia were touching <laughs> the stick as well. So. So spiders, you either gotta like way respect them or black don't widows them actually at all, won't kill you. Really? They'll kill a baby. They'll kill a baby, or they'll kill someone old, but uh, like a grown person. Oh, you're not 21 yet? Nah, you Okay. Can <laughs> Great. <laughs> they won't kill you. They'll make you stronger. But it'll almost kill you. Didn't yeah. you say that today? I, I told you that one. Oh, that, yeah. yeah. How was your Taco Bell? done. You know, I've, it was delicious. I, like I said, nacho cheese, I could, I could literally, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they went to go draw blood 
and like the first like five cc's of it's like not <laughs> I saw I saw a meme that said your blood type is Alfredo sauce and it was this big guy. <laughs> oh <my laughs> God. No, you're no, you're that used to be a uh, that used to be a mama joke. Your mama's so fat, her blood type's ragu. Oh yeah, that's oh. Even oh yeah, yeah. The guy, the, the, the Navy guy, yeah. used to tell me your your mom's so fat she goes to she uh, orders gravy as a beverage. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, mama jokes were my favorite. I remember there was a book my my cousin got called Snaps. It was just a collection of mama jokes. This is before the internet and memes, by the way. So I had to buy a book oh, yeah. called Sna- <laughs> called Snaps that had mama jokes and my god, it was uh we thought it was the the funniest shit we ever read. But yeah, apparently now yeah, yeah, the internet the internet ruined everything. It's like, "Oh great, now we have all the information." <laughs> Nothing's Great. Yeah, now I have all the mama jokes, and they're not <laughs> that good. <Nah>. Like, <laughs> yeah, as a, as a whole. <laughs> yeah, when did we substitute quantity for or you know quantity for quality? Because instead of you know a book that probably had a hundred good yo mama jokes in it, we just have the internet, which has a million of them. And yeah, and then you had to weep through them to see what the best hundred are. Yeah, so like finding quotes. I I used to like I used to lead finish and end my papers in college with quotes and then when the internet came out it's like there'd be quotes it's like they essentially just took a book and took every <laughs> other sentence and put it in and i'm like this is not inspirational like just so i could say i quoted something like, this is garbage like i want the good quotes i thought people were just like checking you on your quotes and be like hey kurt russell didn't say that all right <laughs> <laughs> It was like Aristotle. Yeah, exactly. Oh, can, I, can, I, can I get a Google? Can 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 someone Google Kurt Russell? Yeah. Uh, fuck you, fat bitch. No. Oh, my God. He said that in uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China, yeah. um, 47th Minute, and uh, he's referring to – no, fuck It's like that no shit. fun. That's, no that's fun. I know. Because you can't make up shit anymore. You can't just bullshit anymore. You can't lie. Yeah. You can't, you can't lie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Yeah. Well, you can, how, how, is, how, is school, how is school different with now that you have a smartphone and like internet access in the classroom? Like, Everybody cheats. You want all the time. Everybody cheats. There's not, there's no way of like, oh, bring, put your phone on silent. Put your, put this, whatever. Like, no, people are going to cheat. And They're like, not paid enough to enforce it that hard, so they don't care. This is true. Dang. It's I, sad, man. Well, that's promising. Oh, yeah. No, I remember that in college. I remember watching people cheat all the time in college, and I'm just like, mm, you guys are dumb. So. Well, I mean, but I mean now, nowadays, too, though, like, they have, like, I mean, anything. Like, even, like, college, they have quizlets that you can literally just look up a test question, and the whole test will pop up, and you can just copy and paste it into your exams. And ace them. Like, you know? That's how I passed all of my reading quizzes. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I passed all of my reading Damn. quizzes in history. You are part of the part of the I, you are not part of the solution, I'm, Crystal. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> hey, I'm using the internet, so that's how it made an impact. <laughs> That's terrible. So are they just like blatant cheating, like using Siri? Well, no. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. uh, hey Siri, um, after yeah. after Lincoln, what president? Like in the oh middle class, <laughs> like in the middle class. <laughs> I mean, like she said, which president was responsible what? for? I mean, like she said, like you can Google any test question that's on your test, and the test prompt that you have on your test 
you'll have a digital copy with every blank filled in with the correct answer. Mm-hmm. And you literally just fill it in. You know what, actually? You know what? Yeah, I, I, I actually, I'll, I'll try to argue in favor of it just for the sake of, you know, devil's advocate. That All that does is just point mm-hmm. out how lazy teachers Because are. they don't make their own tests because anymore. Because if teachers... Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like if the teachers don't have to make up their own questions, then why do students have to make have their own answers? Let me argue uh, for the angel's advocate because there's a lot of fucking tests. Think about how many kids take these goddamn tests. Can you imagine having to take the time to actually score these yourself when you can just do it on a computer? Yeah, that it's shitty, but I mean, you got to save time. Mm-hmm. Like it, you know, unless you got a one-on-one teacher, there's no way. No way you're going to grade say Even with like history or, or multiple choice questions, like they can make their own questions and still have an answer key to it, like filled out on a Scantron, it'll be just as easy. But the fact that like they just take questions from like another test, like some, and sometimes it doesn't even work in like the kids' favors because even that, like sometimes there will be material that's not even covered for us. And so we're like, well, how are we supposed to know that? And hold on. I would, I would say, yeah, also... Paul, it's not like they're, you're, each person is individually getting their own test. You can still mass produce something. You just have to tweak the thing that you are produce, I, mass producing. I was uh, – all almost all the teachers at my college, they had at least three versions, if not up to five versions of every test. So like you could be sitting – That's not in, necessary. But it is if you don't want people cheating. But they cheat through their phone anyway. That means actually having to look up the individual test answers every single time. That no, like ever. No, sometimes people you Google one question and you get the whole prompt and you're done. And you can mm-hmm. literally and like the whole test will be on there because it's word by high word. High schoolers can type like a paragraph of of anything with one thumb in like 15 seconds. You know, it's just and the, and, and the teachers will be on their phone the whole test. They're not looking, and mm-hmm. it's and it's easy. So that's seen, that's that's part of it. Like proctoring, like proper proctoring. It goes a long way, right? Mm-hmm. Because if they were, then it'd be harder to cheat. Because you still have to put your hand on your phone, and it's still—I don't know—to me, it's kind of obvious when someone's on their phone. Yeah. And even when they're trying not to look like they're on their phone, I could still kind of tell. So I feel like when you're proctoring a test, you can tell when people are like looking on their phone when they're not supposed to be, right? So yeah. I mean, that's a step in the right direction. Would say, hey, I mean, even if aside from the getting creative with tests. With like test, the uh, test creating, I guess. Aside from um, um, making it to where you can't search for the answers on the on the phone, like, hey, just make sure everyone's not on their phone. I mean, isn't that kind of simple enough of a first step? And then maybe you'll catch like a certain percentage of the people that are trying to cheat, but then everybody else, you got to address a different way. Yeah. Yeah, I guess we're we're operating on the the under the assumption that like the teachers care that much, right? Like it sounds like a systemic sort of like issue where they don't really care that much um, because that like the th- so maybe the thing you're asking it actually is too much to ask where it's like yeah mm-hmm. i don't want to this is not part of my job on babysitting yeah that, that sucks but also like i guess an- answering the question in another way like besides cheating and stuff like nowadays it's so hard to distinguish whether or not a student is on their phone for the educational purpose like the educational intention or if it's just Oh yeah, I'm on my phone to look up this project when really they're just on social media. Okay. That's why like schools, at least for our high school, they tried to block certain like certain servers or social media networks to make sure it's only for educational purposes, but now that 
technology has expanded so much, like it's kind of hard I mean, to block it out. I mean, I had an English class where our teacher told us, you don't have to bring in a hard copy of a book. You can download it on your phone and read your book during class. And literally people and would just would sit, sit her, there on sit her, social she, media. She would sit at her desk, and as soon as she would stand up and walk around, snake through the desk, kids would be on their phone, and then as soon as she stood up, You'd close what you're working on, open up the book. Oh, yeah, I'm on chapter mm-hmm. 3, verse 4, whatever. I don't know why I, quote, I just defaulted to the Bible, but <laughs> whatever. But, yeah, so, I mean, they, they do yeah. that. Like, that's a lot of technology, too. So that's, like a dist- I guess, a distraction. Of- it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's, it's not even a distraction. It's just a luxury. It's like when you're used to air conditioning, you hate life without it. Mm-hmm. When you're used to Googling answers, you hate having to find it. So I guess kids are, I mean, used to always being, like, I mean, everybody. I I even check my phone every I mean, like however in, long. I mean, when I was in private school, I mean, we couldn't have our phone out ever. But if, if 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 you even saw or heard a phone, it was like taken up detention. Twenty four hours. Like, Twenty four yeah. hours. You pay for it like it was intense. So me having to like search the book for answers and actually read information, like you you process it differently than just skimming through it, not listening in class, cheating. I mean, just mm-hmm. we're gonna have a generation of people graduating college. Getting a degree in something that they know nothing about. Oh, we're already there. Yeah, and it's so <laughs> sad. I gotta hire these guys. I gotta hire these motherfuckers, and I'm just like, dude, you don't know freaking yeah, anything. Yeah, like, you got this crazy like, major. How yeah. did you pass college? Like, what? Exactly. Yeah, no, that that it means nothing to me. Like, I don't even look at resumes anymore. Oh, no. Like, I don't, I don't look at resumes. Somebody comes in, and then I interview them, and I'm just like, here's a simple problem. Tell me how you would solve it. And it's a problem that I have that I know myself because it's a problem. Like it's a problem I worked on last week. So you can't cheat on this mm-hmm. because it's the problem I had last week. And and really, if you know how to do this problem, then you know how to do my job, which means you should have it. <laughs> you should have a job, right? So like, but that that you're right. Like that requires some thought on my part. Yeah. To try to actually hire a quality person versus check a box that says I've interviewed or hired this many people. It's a mentality still- thing. I still think so. that the military had it right with uh, with nuclear power school. Like you got essentially interviewed, or you <laughs> had to do like an oral oral presentation um, in front of three people, and they would just they would triple team you on anything. So what would you do here? What about this? Tell me about this. Oh, and how does that link to this? And uh, what does that do to this? And tell me about this. Yeah, go. That's. I mean, I think they did yeah. have it right, but they also yeah. had a lot of leverage yeah. too. Because, like, there was a training timeline and there were, like, severe consequences for not, like, uh, for not matching the requirements that they had for you. And I think motivation is an issue with, like, the non-military types. And it kind of is an issue with military types, but I think it's more correctable in nuclear power school than it is somewhere else. Like, uh, in junior college, let's say, or even at a university when tuition is not really an issue, um... Like I don't think there is a silver bullet to to capture and address and and um and there's not a solution for everything, but like little bits and pieces you could st- you could start like taking little bits and pieces of what's wrong and start fixing those problems instead of saying hey this whole thing is wrong how do we fix all of it yeah well you know? also it it kind of is regardless of whether it's military whether it's the workforce or whether it's school. You can tell who is there just clocking hours and just doing a job and, and then who is there who's there because they actually have like some skin in the game, like either their heart's in it or they're really driven or something like that. Like you can kind of weed that out 
pretty quickly. Um, and so I think what that just means is that there, the, the number of people who give a crap far outnumbered, or, you know, they're far outnumbered by the people who are just, uh, getting a check. And I'll admit, I'm not, I'm not trying to vilify those people. Cause I was one of those as well. I like, I'm, and, and in some degree, in, in some respects, maybe in some ways I still am one of those people that, that, that collects a check as well. Cause it's kind of a spectrum, you know? Um, certain parts of my job, I'm definitely just mailing it in because it's not the thing that I really care that much about. Um, but so I think it's a mentality thing. Like I would say, all right, if, if I had 12 grades in school before college, that is, um, I'd be, I wonder, like I probably had three of them that maybe cared about their work or four, maybe at most, I would say. Yeah. And the other ones are like because mm-hmm. yeah, and you're right. Even yeah. like, I wouldn't even say for, I don't know. For me, it's not just certain parts of the job I care more about, and certain parts of the job I care less about. But like, even on any given day, I might be like at ninety percent of my potential, and then another day I might be like at twenty percent of my potential. It depends what's going on at work. It depends what's what I got going on as a worker. Um, there's a lot of variables that affect um, if I'm maximizing my potential for any given work day or work period um but yeah that's the same that's the same as being a student though too you know there's gonna be certain days maybe like oh i'm not into it because of the class like what i how useful i think this information will be to me how much i think i need to learn it or just if i got my mind on something else maybe i'm distracted because something else is going on maybe because i'm looking at my phone and Mm -hmm. i see that something's going on on the phone and it's grabbing my attention more than what's going on in the class you know Mm -hmm. So I get, and then I mean, there's 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 online classes, there's like group group projects, there's um, then there's like day to day assignments, then there's like long term um, assignments. So all of them are supposed to encompass like the lesson plan or the curriculum. Um, but I think as students and as teachers, maybe we favor some more than we favor others. Yeah. I wonder if that's, I wonder if at the end of the day, like we are, we actually want that. Like we actually want that most people are pretty average at the things they do. And then there's a select few who are like way beyond average. I mean, that's kind of the way the system is set up, you know, Uh, like unless you're the top, you know, 1% of the thing that you do, you're you're not going to see a big difference in like your pay or something or, or your rewards or something like that. Yeah. Like the, 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 the biggest incentives and the biggest rewards go to those who are like just at the, at the top and like pretty much nowhere else. It's not like an even, um, it's not like an even linear scale. It's like this curve, like this exponential curve. Well, and I, I would so. say like, and I want to ask you guys, do you think that if someone, anybody, including yourself, maybe, if they're not at the top 1% at whatever, at their job or let's say, does that mean they're striving to be at the top 1% of something else in their life? Um, Crystal, what do you think? Is there anything like top 1%? Like when you when you go through your your years, your, the, the decades of your life, is there anything you're like that you want to identify as your legacy? Like, hey, you know, I really give it my all to try to be... I mean, I think it just depends for some people because, I mean, at at certain points in, like, everybody's lives, like, we're all feeling 
you know, we're all motivated for a different reason, but at the same time, some people are also not motivated for whatever reason of this, like, so some people are just trying to get by. So, you know, some people who are just trying to get a check are just like, there are people who just go day by day, like, well, this is my life. Like, I don't see it getting any better. Like, so I'm just going to go ahead and live through this. Like, I'm okay now. Like, there are some people who do that, but I mean, other there are other people who are like, all right, well, if I have to work, like, you know, say I'm working the job right now to, like, as a stepping stone uh, to push for something else, then I guess that can also, like, be like, all right, this is just my paycheck for something else, but... Just oh, so you're saying you're saying there's a belief. Some people have a belief that they may never get to the top one percent, so they don't even go for it, type of thing. Yeah, I mean, there are some people who really just don't think high, like don't realize their self worth or don't think highly of themselves to where it's like, well, this is where I'm going to be. Which is why, honestly, I think that some, like, which is why people, some people like result in dead end jobs. Because I mean, what if what if you think there is no future for you? You know. Uh-huh. Because, I mean, some people, uh-huh. no, I'm saying, like, some some people aren't as, pri- like, pe- privileged to see that there is, like, a, be- like, there's, like, a light. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's so much out there. Yeah, and do you think that it's you okay know? for that, that, those type of people to settle and leave the striving and the in the in the grit leave that leave like the blood sweat and tears for the rest of the people that's that think that the one percent is possible and like do you think everyone should be striving for a one percent or do you think that for the people that don't I mean, believe it maybe like okay I, that's fine i think i think average. every i think everybody should for themselves i just think that it's it's harder for some people based on like mental health or emotional health or how they perceive themselves I think everybody should go for that because I mean, if, if you're all, if you're going towards um, like a bettering yourself, even if you don't get there, you're still bettering yourself and you're still growing, you know? And if you can look at it as like, Hey, maybe I'm not there yet, but I've still achieved this for myself and look where I've gotten compared to where I was before. Then that's still growth regardless of if you're in the top 1% or not. It's just, it's just some like based on what people have, like different people have gone through motivation levels are different yeah. and okay so that's what i paul think. what do you think like why even get married dude <laughs> 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 so you're telling me if i use that logic and apply that to marriage you're not gonna like the answer let's hear it go ahead hmm? no i mean so why are we not gonna like the answer at that point you're like well Look, you're telling me that I, in my infinite wisdom, have chosen to live my life with someone who is essentially my perfect match. But can you honestly say that? And then you're telling me that you will, there's no chance that you could possibly meet someone better than your current significant other. Right. So, like, just going off of numbers. Like 1%. All right, so I just looked it up. There's like uh, 7.3 billion people in the world. Okay, that's a lot. Let's say, let's, yeah, so let's say, let's say half of those are female. It's actually like 52%, uh, but whatever. Yeah, so um, but don't worry, you can, you can flex your math muscles further because we're not also counting like children and the elderly. So maybe like 
50, maybe like... It ain't uh, 52% on this channel. Like a third of those people. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we'll go from nice. 7 billion to like 3 billion. And then from 3 billion, let's say 10% of those are within the, the age range, right? And uh, of, of where that is. So that's like 3 million. No, you can And let's do... say 1% of those is like 300,000. Well, no, yeah. well, hold, 30, hold on a second. 10% of 300, 3 billion 000. is not 3 million. Yeah. It's like thirty million. I said one percent. Okay. I said 1%. okay. So one, the top one percent because we're talking about the one percent, right? If you, okay, so if you think about the so if you're telling me you, like let's do it even let's use a bell curve, right? So with the bell curve, if you are two standard deviations away, you're like at ninety four point seven percent, right? Or is it ninety seven percent, ninety eight percent? I can't remember the exact. Okay. So that's the top two percent. So if you're telling mm-hmm. me there's three billion, three billion women. Mm-hmm. Or three billion females. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll say three and a half. Three and a half billion females, and then ten yeah, percent yeah. of that. So that's three hundred thirty-five. Thirty-five million, right? Thirty-five million mm-hmm. is the top one percent of all females. Yeah. Thirty-five million. So, so your Paul, How? your your argument is, in thirty-five million people, why am I just choosing this one? There's still like 34 right. million people or women that could be that I, that I'm missing the boat on, right? Right. Um, I'm just applying that same logic. I'm just I'm supplying that logic to the institution of marriage. You know, I'm a big proponent of the institution of marriage, but at the same time, I can understand why a lot of people are not choosing to uh, to utilize it. Um, I. Oh, well, that's I think more of FOMO than anything else. I don't. FOMO? I don't know what that means. Like that's. Yeah, if you're missing out. Oh, okay. So if you pick one person, then you're missing out on everybody else. And your fear, or your fear is like that you're missing out on everybody else. I'm gonna be, I'm, I'm gonna be missing out on all that that I can't have. Well, so, for, by sticking with this one person. For me, the 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 line of thinking for that too. I think I, I may have had this conversation with you too, Christian. Was uh, the monopolization of uh, qualities. Like if you meet someone with this quality, it's hard to say that that person is the only person in the world that has that quality, you know, and then you have, uh, so she has quality A, B, and C, you know, but, you know, to say that some other person doesn't have quality A, B, and C, you know, is uh, not only not, not only improbable, not only not improbable, but um, is very likely considering your sample size. Yeah. So the goal is, yeah, exactly. So I think, um, well, I get, we might be breaking, this might be sort of a broken, um, analogy or a broken sort of comparison though, because I think, yeah, when you're talking about marriage and who you're going to find, like, I don't think the goal is to find a perfect match. If that, you know, whatever that concept is, if it's find find somebody who is within 1%, uh, you, you know, compatibility of you or something like that. Sorry. 99% 99% compatibility of you, right? Um, so I think that's... that's yeah, I, I think though, yeah. I'm sorry, but to me, the potential of 99% may or may not be the highest potential that is out there. And so whether or not that one person is the one out of the three, whatever. 34 million, whatever, um, I don't think you're ever going to find a right or wrong. In my mind... You you choose one, like you spend your time to choose one, and then you transform that relationship into 
look, this this was this is what I was going for. This is this is the best. I'm gonna be the best for this person, and I think that this person is the best for me. And in my mind, like everyone else becomes ineligible once you choose that one person. Mm-hmm. So but now we- the sample size is not one out of thirty four billion or whatever. One out one out of however. Now the sample size is one out of one because everybody else is out of balance because we're married. Couldn't you technically classify that as settling then? Like as to go yeah, back, to go to go back to the to go back to you know Crystal's the what you originally asked Crystal yeah. was you know <laughs> if uh, you know that that or if someone doesn't want to better themselves because they you know their sample size of success is well, that no, great, but that's so they automatically pay. They automatically peg themselves as I'm not going to have any success. You do that, like I said, you apply that same logic to relationships. You know, well, mm-hmm. I get beat in this relationship. I might as well stay in it because this is the only one I know. Good. Okay. It, valid. Yeah. Like I see your point, Crystal. You had something, and then I was going to go, and then yeah. I know Christian had some some notes. Well, I mean, like, well, I don't think that's settling because in Queen Allen's case, like, it's yes, it's with that person, but it's to better like. When you see, when you look at a relationship, like you obviously see yourself, kind of like how we talked about in the last podcast, like growing for yourself, but also in a way to like better yourself and that relationship for that relationship, not to just sit there flatline, but obviously like to flo- like to to grow. Like you want your relationship to grow, so just being stuck in a relationship and just staying there is one thing. But like when you find that one person, you know, making that a one's one ratio or whatever you know like how Queen said finding that one person and saying like you know i'm gonna make this relationship a good relationship and make it grow i think that's different than just saying well it's not gonna get any better than this let's just stay yeah you know what i mean yes i and i think because i'm I'm gonna reiterate a little bit what you said i think that choosing the person is just the first step in this journey but that person changes you change the relationship changes. So with uh, Paul's analogy about like the, the abusive relationship, like I think if you were to stay in a relationship that you don't think will ever change, then yes, I think it would be settling. But I mean, not to speak for anybody specifically, but I think for anybody that's in an abusive relationship, if they think that they can stay in the relationship, but the abuse will stop, then I, I don't think it's settling. And maybe that's just me not having any experience with abusive relationships, but um, I think when they're... If, so having a hope that it's going to get better. Yeah, if, the, if they think that the relationship is going to change, then that's them not settling. If they continue to stay in the relationship thinking that it's just going to stay that way, then yes, I do think it's settling, if that makes a difference. Yeah, that makes sense to me. So, Christian, go ahead. Yeah, so I, I actually love this particular topic, um, which is revolved around what you guys have said, which is settling and um i actually have a like kind of a complex about it so i think that you know when we when somebody says they're striving for the one percent it's it's clearly because they don't want to settle for something but i think that in different areas of your life uh you have a bar that uh that you must reach in order to no longer be settling for something. And that bar is not always at the 99% level for different things. Um, so case in point, like if there's, if, if of all the brands of toilet paper in the world, if like 
uh, if 50% of the brands are going to make me happy, then my bar is at 50%. And if I'm, if I pick something that is in the 49th percentile, you know, of my satisfaction, then, then I would be settling. But if I pick something that's with, within the 50 percentile, then I'm not settling. I've, you know, and if I happen to pick the best one, right, the 100th or 99th percentile, whatever, then I'm also not settling. Um, then there's other things where, where your bar is higher for things. Um, and I would say the more important that thing is to you, then the higher that bar is. But I actually don't know if there's anything where I would strive for ex- like the 1%. Um, but that could be just just my nature. I think when you when you set the bar too high, then you reach a level that is just unrealistic. Um, but I, I don't think that that's what Crystal was getting at anyway. I think Crystal was more getting at the point of just making sure that you don't settle for something, that you're always trying to to grow and and reach reach your standards, um, reach the level that of of the bar that you set for yourself. Um, and the crazy thing is, though, I think. That bar for a lot of things, especially for me when I was younger, uh, comparatively was a lot lower than the way that they are right now as I'm older. Um, and so, and so, I think it's kind of it's kind of neat the way that that works because I don't have to try to reach for the best of anything, but over time, if the bar gets higher than where where I'm where I'm currently at for something, then that's my prompt to like try to grow. Because I'm actually like something that used to make me happy before doesn't really make me that happy anymore. Um, and so I, I, I get more selective as I get older. I think they also call that just like being a crotchety old man. Like you just have, you're just set in your ways more. And so I'm realizing that like, that's what get that off is. My lawn. Yeah, it's get off my lawn. Like, why do people, you know, why, like, why do people settle for this? It's like, actually, no, they're probably doing just fine at where they're at. But if you were at where they're at, you would be settling. Um, and so, yeah, yeah. So at, uh, at our work, at our work, uh, they have like a, like there's, um, they had oh the um, David Carr, he's like that Houston Texans quarterback. Mm-hmm. He used to be the Tex- Houston Texans quarterback, and then like he ended up going to a different team, the Giants, I think, and he won a Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, uh, man, I, I would sit, I would ride the pine on the bench as a backup quarterback if I could win the Super Bowl. And they're like, yeah, that's that's because you're an operator, though, dude. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I mean, I don't think Peyton Manning would would want to ride the pine because that's because he knows he can start and he knows he's his potential is higher, you know. Yeah. So I I think it it really is all relative, like you were saying. Yeah, and but I mean, I know like to, to what Paul was saying as well, you know, and extrapolating that to the the marriage example, there's definitely uh you know, hey, spoiler alert, there, there's not just one special person for you, um, but hopefully the person that you you know that you are with that right. is you know, at or above the bar that you set for who you were looking for in a person. And, uh, and, and, you know, I, um, I have experienced like talking to somebody who's been in an abusive relationship and for that person, like, it's strange because they're having the dysfunction, not necessarily with the abuse itself, but it's more about like, whoa, your bar is at a place I can't even relate to right now. And, um, and what's weird is that that definitely is a uh, crystal touch on it before, like a self self worth thing. You know, I think that's why it's important to recognize what your self worth uh-huh. is, and then you set the bar appropriately, and you don't let anybody move that bar without your permission. Like I think that was a mistake that I made when I was in a relationship, and I ended up breaking it off. 
but I think it's and I think it's also important to realize that your your bar also doesn't have to be as high as anybody else. I mean, like you told me today, um, Queer Christian this morning, like if you expect to be at a level that that is some like comparative to somebody else's level and you're not at that level of growth yet, it's harder to it's harder to achieve and it's harder to reach. So if you real like it's it's okay like I think it's also important to understand that like being where you're at, even though it's not at your full potential, like is okay. Like you know yeah, what I because, mean? Well, I mean, yeah, because I think that's kind of a loaded term anyway. Full potential, like full potential of, of what? It, again, I think that just means like you're 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 clicking on all cylinders in 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 mm-hmm. all areas of your life, which is kind of like a sort of a miraculous it's like a unicorn yeah right? it's, it's, a like, unicorn. it's like it doesn't exist right right exactly mm-hmm. because and, and then kind of this based on the way human nature is the moment the moment you clear every single bar in your life all the bars now just instantly just move and jump up so now <laughs> yeah. now you, you you know you level yeah. up because the bar can go as as high as you know the 7.3 billion people in the world you know <laughs> You know, but the, what, I, what, I, what I find with that, though, is people that do that are they either start to resent that there are more bars than they thought or they get excited because now it's like, hey, there's uh, another opportunity for me to to show that I can clear these bars. And I think if, you know, I know that this has mm-hmm. been said often, you know, but there's only there's only two kinds of people in this world. I really think those are the, the two kinds of people. People who look forward to clearing bars and people who are tired of the bars, like who hate the bars. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So think, this might sound I, kind of big. In, uh, oh, I, I had ahead. a question. Quick. You want to go out? Do you think that those two types of people are mutually exclusive? Paul, that was that was to you. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> I think they I are. Think, but, uh, I don't know. I was gonna say. I think you like. It's hard to be both of those at the same time. I, okay. Okay. You said that actually very well. Because I don't, I, I like, I think that you can yeah. be both of those, but not at the same time. Right, but not right, at right. the same time. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's a good point. Yeah, and maybe this, hopefully, this, uh, the way no, that no, I no. thought about that was that is, is like between me and, um, you know, between me and my wife, I, I was telling her, I would tell her that, like, you know, growing up as a kid, one thing I was taught was like, you know, don't compare yourself to other people. Um, but one thing she she was raised with growing up was like definitely compare yourself to other people (laughs) (laughs) because then you'll have a barometer for like who you're competing against and like who you need to like try to aspire to be you know more and so it's 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 definitely like when paul said that that hit the nail on the head i resonated with that because i'm like oh yeah i was i was taught like socialized to to kind of be on the you know don't worry so much about what other people think um but it also can manifest itself in sort of a, maybe a lack of ambition or, or a lack of drive. So you do need to have that duality, that balance. You need to be able to switch gears because if you are on, if you are just on your afterburners all the time, it gets exhausting. If you are chasing for 1% all the time, you get your ass kicked so hard <laughs> because, and, and, and you experience that, the most disappointment. But yeah, that's, but I, I, I don't know. Like for me, like I understand you, you will get your ass kicked. But that's uh, that's that's growth. Oops. Like that's Yeah, but it's you're, not. You're, but abuse is different between like growth and abuse. No, getting your ass kicked. Like now you're talking. Like I didn't realize you were talking about getting your ass kicked in like a literal form. I thought you were talking about. No, no. Even growth. like psychologically, that's that takes abuse. That's abuse. Yeah. If, if you're trying to strive to be, uh, you know, 
number one in your field every day, all day, every day, you know, and unless you're number two, you have no business like really trying to do that, you know, but you, without you any business trying to go from like, you know, 10,000 to one, but you do have business trying to get from 10,000 to 999 or, you know, nine. Yeah, nine, yeah. exactly. The yeah. next level up. Yeah. 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 Cause I, I want to. I want to say it like this. Uh, to me, I think, in order to continue to strive to be number one, y- y- there's going to be days when you're not going to get there, and like that, that not getting there is going to be in the journey, on the journey to getting there. Yeah. Right. I mean, does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. This an interesting. There's an interesting. Uh comparison i guess or or two things i'm putting against each other are you know the drive to to do better and then the self-worth that you need to protect in order to make that drive like worth it and i think one thing sometimes we get like in in this uh we have like sort of an overachievement uh mentality or at least here in Northern Virginia, we have these like helicopter moms and these like we call them like Nova moms and stuff that are trying to get their kids to be like freaking awesome at everything. Uh-huh. But I think it comes at the expense of some of that self worth. Like these kids are like, kind of doubting themselves of like whether they're capable of achievement because they're 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 up against the wall and in a highly competitive environment. So you know, like uh, as the norm, so to speak, and so I. I, I wonder if there's two parts of the game. One is drive, and then the second part is, well, making sure you're not driving so hard that you're, like, eroding your self-worth. So I'm, I'm, I had a, one, of my, one of my little – one of Tiana's uh, nephews. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gave him something, and uh, he's trying to figure it out, and he's like, you know what? I'm just stupid. <laughs> and I said, jeez. And I said, I was like, well, I guess you're right then. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, like, you know, I guess you're right. He's like, I mean, if you've like, you're very written yourself off as stupid, then I guess you're stupid, right? Uh huh. And he just kind of looks down, and I'm like, come on, man. If you think you're stupid, you're stupid. But if you just got to put a little more effort into it, yeah. Come on, man. And you know, you figured it out eventually. But like, I hate hearing that shit. Like, I when I when I hear people play themselves down, I well will said. jump in. No, on well that. said. I'll. I'll, I'll, I'll I'll push them. I'll I'll push them even yeah, harder. Spoken than like the hammer. So that there's spoken like the yeah, hammer. Yeah. So that way there's some kind of like rubber band effect. Right. You know. Oh, I'm just. I I am so ugly. I'm like you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I just started agreeing. Well, you want to. I mean, you're I get right. the tactic. I mean, the tactic is you want to wake them up first. You want to wake them up from their uh, kind of self pity, self loathing. Yeah. In order to be like, all right, so because they're 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 baiting you, they're baiting you for compassion, for empathy. For like a here boy, you know, like oh here here it's gonna be okay. Here's a and softball so you turn that for you. Right back around. Here's your softball yeah. for the day. And I'm like, no, nope, exactly. I'm not even playing softball, man. I, I'm I'm yeah. playing golf. So <laughs> <laughs> stop being such a pussy, all right? Come on, your softball. <laughs> yeah. You see a mid on this bitch? This is a golfing glove, not a mid. That's left. Sorry, left. <laughs> so, crystal, crystal. So I, I, disclaimer: these are tools you can use, but be careful <laughs> with the tools. Okay. <laughs> well, any tool, any tool can be a weapon. Uh, crystal, I have a question for you. Exactly. Do you think that currently, or maybe in your future? Is there anything that you care to be like number the, the top one percent where you feel like you would be willing to sacrifice anything 
and everything in order to be like one percent at that thing um i mean at least for right now i mean because i mean i'm not in school right now i mean i would say the number one thing would just be my job i mean it, i mean it's been my focus right yeah. now and you know there's still so much i have to learn but of course in order to be a manager i want to be the best that i can be at this like at this job and i mean i guess my sacrifice yeah. would be working as many hours as i work I, I mean i've never really worked this much um like in any of my yeah. other jobs or i've committed this much time um like to this job so i mean i probably that probably just management and and that's, my job and, that's and that's like that's your current right and then maybe right maybe it evolves and, and changes and grows over time or something right because mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. me i don't i don't know like if i had to if someone had a gun to my head and i had to choose yes or no i don't know if i could say that there's any one thing that i would just give up heaven and earth for like because the example i can think of is uh tiger woods right in my mind he was like the greatest golfer that, that i that i can remember seeing and it looked like he's it also was, great at banging fucking hold on. You don't get ahead of me. <laughs> he was way ahead of the. He was, uh, <laughs> he was definitely fucking the shit out of half America, apparently. All right. Well, hopefully you're slingshotting me back into my point. But if you, if if uh, if if I was to emulate like some of his work work ethic to try to get some of the results that I thought he was going for, then I might say, okay, this is kind of an example that, um, this is, this is somebody that I, I kind of strive to be like, but, um, then I think about what you were talking about, you know, as far as the infidelity and the, the adultery and as far as, um, his transgressions, like he would say, and I'm like, you know what, if that's what it takes in order to be number one at anything, then somebody else could have it. Like, I'm, I'm not willing to give up that, you know? Um, now if it was the other way around, like, let's say, cause for me, like my, let's say my life right now is kids, marriage and my job. Right. And then there's hobbies and stuff, but I don't know if I could give up any one of those things completely in order to strive to be better at the other ones. I mean, it's, it's asking a lot and I don't, I don't know if I have it in me. So, um, unless there's a different framework where I think, um, I, sh- I should be I, I should be willing I, I should be having more of that so, mentality. Right now, it's it's just. I was it's gonna not, say, there's one thing through. that you guys. I'm sure you guys have been to Vegas, and I'm sure you've you've passed by these guys who. Hey, Alan, would you say that? Like they're ahead, literally, Paul. they're gambling like at they're getting like you see poker players. They're gambling with like eighty thousand dollars, you know, hundred thousand dollars at a time, and you just think to yourself. You think like to me, there are two thoughts go through my head. One is, how much money do you have to make to where this is nothing? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean. And then the other thought through my that goes through my head is, is this person really rich because of this, or is he rich because he like is like his? Mm-hmm. No, is he rich? Like, is he rich despite is he of this? Rich because he enjoys this risk like because you could like me and you we could easily like we would play the same kind of poker with ten dollars versus playing you know with 200 bucks but like if i was playing poker with a million bucks i'm pretty sure i'd play different right so like do these guys make a lot of money to make a lot of money or do they make a lot of money because they want to be excessive gamblers 
Ah. You know what I mean? So it's like, so like, is Tiger Woods, is he the greatest golfer? Is, was his motivation to be the greatest golfer? Or was he just really good at golf because he knew that golf got him fucking chased? Right. That's a good good question. And beyond a certain point, beyond a certain point, it, it, it goes beyond the the scoreboard of the world which for most people is just like your the money and the paycheck and all that stuff and it goes into like your own personal uh kind of obsession really um so it's kind of yeah like was he just so obsessed with pussy that he knew that by winning golf tournaments he'd have access to like the girl like like pretty much the best escorts the world has to offer he's like well dude if i just win this i can get four hookers instead of two right like, can you imagine if that was his motivation instead of, I just want to be the greatest golfer in the world. But what if the real motivation was, I want to be the greatest golfer in the world because it gets mm. more poop. Well, there's always a because, though, isn't there? I don't know if it's if, if that's the because, but... Well, from a male it, perspective, that could be, like, the universal because, right? Like, the Chappelle, the whole Chappelle thing is, you know, like, like a woman's test in life is material, and a man's test in life is a woman. You remember that? Yeah. Right. So yeah. basically, like the reason any guy does anything is because of a woman. So um, I think that's or women. You know, we don't want to just restrict it. You know, or whatever you're into. It doesn't even have to be. You know, we're a friendly LGBT friendly show. It's cool. So um, <laughs> how can you say yeah. that after opening like the first five shows with the word faggot? Like that's the new F word, isn't it? No, it, that was like one show, man. You just kept referencing that oh, one show no, on five no, different no. episodes. I just listened to that episode five times in a row trying to do the show notes. Maybe. <laughs> we can just cut that part out. Did I say it in a derogatory fashion? No, no. I'm just, I just, I think I was just, okay, yeah. Um, but anyways, yeah, so I, I, I think that like for, you know, Tiger Woods and for, for people who they have an obsession of, of, you know that the game, whatever the game is, they they just love they just love doing it, and then and then the world kind of rewards them for that obsession. Well, like let's you know? take for instance, you got Larry Bird, Michael Jordan, and all the old school basketball players are known for being like womanizers. Yeah, exactly. Like, uh, can you imagine if your drive to play basketball was the fact that you get to go to what was it? How many how many teams are there? Twenty nine. Uh, so, mm-hmm. so there's so a 29 other cities and bang the shit out of the hottest chicks throwing the pussy. I, your I was thinking of I was thinking of like musicians, like the music industry. Oh yeah, Bieber. Like, yeah, Bieber. Yeah, can you imagine? Yeah, man, he retired, he right? Retired. He's retired. He's he retired. Except 21? no, he's not. He said he's retired, and also retirement could just be a number that will you know fulfill your your days of where you don't have to work for money anymore. So he doesn't have to work for money anymore if he doesn't want to. He ret- He's really retired? Yeah, by the definition of whatever, you know, by my definition of retired, which means, like, if you want to work, you, you can, but you don't have to. Oh, okay. So just, like Jay-Z, didn't, didn't Jay-Z say, he, hasn't he been retired for, like, 15 years? Yeah. So, Bieber, you know... But he's still, he's still probably working and, and, and making money, but... He says he's retired. Yeah, because you know, because you, if you like what you do, then there's no, then you, you can stop working. But it's not about the also, money at that point. I guess. Yeah, it's not about the money at that point. You've you've proven to to yourself that you can live off of, you can make a living, 
now it's a matter of like, all right, I want to leave behind like either a leave behind a legacy or like I want, I'm now not competing against everybody else anymore. I'm competing with myself. So that was the point I was trying to, uh, that, that I was going to circle around and make was remember how earlier I said, um, you know, I was raised under the mentality of not, not comparing myself to other people. Whereas my wife's mentality was like, Oh, absolutely. Compare yourself to other people. Right. So, and, and it infers that the, in order, like the reason why she compares herself to people is that's where her drive comes from. I, I got, but for me, it doesn't mean I don't have any drive. It just means my drive comes from a different source. So it's not for, it's not for me to compare myself to other people. It's for me to compare myself against myself, essentially. And so that's where my drive comes from. And so when you were talking about being a 1% at something, you know, it's not, I don't think about things in the, in that term, in those terms, because I'm not, the, that question inherently involves me having to compare myself to other people versus, you know, um, the way I think about it more is like, all right, well, how do I get, how do I get to be the best version of myself or, or to say like, let's say, how do I improve this area of my life by 10% or by 20%, but not, you know, not, not competing against anybody, but just compared to what I'm currently doing right now. Like that's, that's when you were asking about a different framework, Alan, like that's the framework uh-huh. that I tend to use when I'm trying to grow in a certain way, because I, I still don't, I mean, I can compare myself to other people if I want to, it's just not as intuitive as like, all right, well, looking inward and saying like, all right, well, what am I So it's almost doing, like a, like a know? marathon runner, like, and, Hey man, personal best is my goal. Like, I don't know what you're going to run. Yeah. I would like to beat you, but if I don't, it doesn't mean it's a bad day. I'm just, yeah. Yeah. And if I happen to still be the best at something that that's nice, but it's not uh, what drives me. You know, like, so even if I become the best at something, doesn't mean I'm going to stop. You know, I got compared to you guys a yeah. lot when we were younger. Cause you guys were way, you guys were way, oh. you were way smarter than me and my brother. That's that, that, that was the, uh, oh. that was the, that was, that was the, running the running thing. thing like, my parents knew we were smart, but my parents also knew you guys were smart. Yeah. That, that just meant, that so. just meant our parents, uh, oh, I guess we're bragging okay. better than, <laughs> cause, how, cause how did you guys know? It's not like we compared report cards or anything, you know? <laughs> No, they just, uh, I guess you guys had better answers to whatever questions they had. So they just kind of looked at it like, like you would say something and then you guys would say something and then they look at each other and go. <laughs> well, she, <laughs> just the, the general disapproval. Like, I guess uh, Paul's not as articulate as Alan. He's, he's, yeah. he's, he's way yeah. bigger than Good everybody. game, guys. Good game. Um, not as articulate. <laughs> oh, and you know what it was? No, I remember now. Now that uh, I remember. Okay, I it guess. was uh, the fact that you guys spoke more Tagalog. We didn't even speak, we don't even speak Tagalog at all. Man, talk about settling. Whoa. I know for real. We're at like we're at like negative one percent. Like that was the bar for my, me and my parents. Like, how come? How come? Hey, how come Alan and Christian they know a lot more uh, Tagalog than you? Huh? We barely know any Tagalog. Yeah, I'm just wow. like, I, I don't know. I'm like I don't. I don't. That's uh, like that's a good question, Mom. Yeah. So again. <laughs> It's it's a tool. You this is consistent like, now, actually, like, with the way you are, Paul. Like, <laughs> yeah, sorry to be psychoanalyzing you on the air, but like this is a tool that they use. Be careful. And as Alan said, any yeah, tool can Paul, become a weapon. You should have asked him, like, so what, what makes you think they speak more Tagalog? And then your dad would be like, well, because he called me Tito. <laughs> <laughs> it could have been a bait. Like, it could have been like a trap, too. Like, they don't know that you actually speak Tagalog. Like, yeah. <laughs> like you said, well, they, they they speak Tagalog. I'm like, fuck, really? 
That, that actually probably sounds like something your parents would do. Yes, absolutely. Now that I think about it. They're just trolling me. <laughs> they were just trolling me. Paul, there's no more chicken nuggets. I swear to God you ate them all. Like, really? I thought I could have sworn we had like 40. Like, yeah. So, and then I see my brother eating chicken nuggets later. I'm like, what the fuck? I thought we didn't. I thought we had. I thought we ran out of chicken nuggets. So, yeah, it's a little personal. It's a little close. Yeah, we did a little, got a little, a little got a little deep there. But yeah, so there's these two. There's these two. You know, ways like you said of of thinking. One where you're you, you love setting the bar, and one where you're tired of it, right? No, you love clearing bars. And so, and, like, and that's you're like, I see a bar. Oh, I want to clear bars, it. I like clearing it because it's a challenge. Yeah. I love the fact that I get to try to clear this bar. If I don't clear it, shows me how much work I need to do. Great. But then I know people who are like, "Fuck yeah. this bar. I shouldn't have to jump over bars. Right. I should just be able to like that bar's too high. That one's too hot. It's something is wrong with that bar. Fuck that bar. Like I remember, right. uh, um, right. Crystal. When Crystal was growing up. Cause I moved to Houston when she was like in the first grade, so I saw like all most of her grade school and stuff. Well, there was this girl every year, Jenna Rodriguez, that would win like all these different oh awards for academics, God. and it was like student of the month. I don't think Crystal could like, sigh harder. Test- I, don't think, I heard her. I felt her <laughs> sigh through the camera. Like- <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> so, but my point was, and I didn't. <laughs> Fucking Janet Rodriguez, that bitch. No, she was nice. She was super smart. <laughs> She was such a lot smarter than I was. Oh my god, she was such a hoe. Fuck. This <laughs> <And I, laughs> is the first grade. And I, and I, and I remember, um, I remember because I was, I was at some of the awards ceremonies and stuff. And uh, Kristen would say, you know, I'm sure Jana's going to win it. And then, of course, they would announce that girl, Jana. And the way she would strut up to the podium, like, <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it would be bigger news if I didn't win this award. She it was like strut. that kind of strut. She, she would strut like the uh, manager at Applebee's. So. <laughs> <laughs> Look at all this power I have. <laughs> but <laughs> my point was, <laughs> I, I would imagine there's, like, certain students in the class that used her as like a barometer for what they were trying to achieve and then there's other students where they're like man it's just going to Jana anyway so like why even bother <laughs> so that's kind of yeah. like me and my brother won at we were at a private school mm. and three years in a row we wrote we won the highest gpa and we won the spelling bees uh, perfect attendance so we won all three of those awards for each of our classes at a private school right uh-huh. so uh-huh. We would uh, we'd win, okay. and parents would come nice. up to my other parents would come up to my parents, going, uh, "So how how do you do that? You know, like that's uh, pretty amazing. You know, both your boys highest GPA, spelling bee, mm-hmm. perfect attendance. Like you don't have to fight with them to go to school. Like yeah. you just uh, you know." And then I looked around. I'm like, "We're the only Asian people in here." <laughs> so so really what your parents should have said it's like you know how we did this school selection <laughs> yeah we we took them to division three we scouted we scouted like, the schools and yeah, we're like, yep, yeah we didn't put them boom. in a d1 school we just we knew so you know it's better chances to get drafted you get more yards exactly you, know, you're play, the, the you know just the competition's less right. so they had a chance to start Exactly. Really prove that they could work. Yep. So, <laughs> you you heard about that story about the you know the fish in the pond, right? Big fish, small pond. Exactly, small pond. Yes. <laughs> That's what we did. 
Yes. We were pond hunting. I, ha- I had the right pond for our boys. I had this. Uh, Thank you so much. I got, I got one more story, and then I guess we can start. Crystal seems like she's about to fade, but um, <laughs> I remember at nuclear power school, Paul. Do you remember this dude? He was an hour. He was in, or in my nuclear power school class. Uh, kind of one of the kind of people that we hung out with. But anyway, he was he was like um, in the running for highest GPA of our of my power school class. And this guy would get like very good grades on all these tests, like three nine, three nine five out of a four point scale, right? Well, there was finally he got like a four point on one of the tests, right? And we're like, oh man, he you know he probably deserved it. He was flirting with it anyway, but he finally got it. Well, this little motherfucker started going up to other students, and you know he didn't want to just like start showing off that he got a four But what he would do, he'd be like, hey, hey, Matt Lanson, how'd you do on the test? <laughs> like. I, I got I got like a three four or and then he would be like, oh is, is that good or I'm like you fucking asshole. <laughs> I think I remember him. Like, no, I think I remember him, and I remember because I think I got like I think I barely passed with like a two six or two seven, right? Uh-huh. Out of a four point oh, uh-huh. that's, that's a C. Yeah, right? yeah. He's like, so how? I think I remember this. Okay. Now. Okay. Okay. It was either him or there's another guy in my class who was like a 3.97 like all the time. Something, one of those guys, right? One of those guys. And I'm just, yeah. and he's like, he's like, so how'd you do? And I'm like, obviously not as good as you, man. <laughs> and uh, yeah. he's like, no, 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 what, what'd you get? I'm like, uh, 2.7. And they're like, he's like, oh. And then so of course my instant response was, but I'll still fuck you up outside. <laughs> 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 like, because that's it seemed like that's where the question was going, right? Like, because yeah, I'm like the grades so... are posted on the back of the board, and like they're they're very out in the open. It's got your name, it's got your damn social security number, and it's got your grade. <laughs> <laughs> like, so they know everything, right? So, and and they're re- listed by GPA. So, like his name's right at the top. It says 4.0, and then there's the rest of us, right? So I think he wanted it to be like, hey, what would you get on the test? And then he wanted you to be like, oh, I got a three four. Why? What did you get? That way he, he could tell you, you know, oh, mm-hmm. I got a 4.0. But yeah, he. <laughs> but his, yeah. that follow up question stung worse than the first question. I was more mad that he asked, is that good? Or like, what do you freaking think? Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> where I like to remind people I'll just fuck them up. Like, <laughs> like yeah, you I'm know, like, you know look, your man, strengths, I guess. Do you want to glow? I mean, that you like gloat, those... gloat, I'll fuck your mom and your girlfriend <laughs> and then fuck you up. <laughs> And then fuck you. Jesus. So. <laughs> Sounds like this happened to Paul more than me. me. <laughs> I was not the best student at power school. Yeah. So. You were the best prepared for this question, though, apparently. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, it happened a lot. All right, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, people, I remember people I had a lot of time to make fun of me for stuff like that. And then I just politely remind them, why don't you kick your ass outside? Then we both get kicked out. <laughs> <sighs> so so you are a bully is what you're saying <laughs> well it's not how am i the bully when you're asking me the fucked up question <laughs> no you're not a bu- you're not a bully. i might be a i might be a i might be a physical bully but i wasn't the emotional bully oh you're crying on the inside well yeah like, just like... Got, like hours added like there goes freedom <laughs> So, oh, so, yeah. <laughs> so if, if you did not do well on tests, they would bump your hours up. They're obviously, you're not studying enough. So we're just going to... Oh, for like working hours or something or like... 
No, 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 no. Like uh, after after class, uh, mandatory study hours. Oh. You had to go. Like they made you go back to the school and clock in into where you couldn't do anything. You couldn't go out to go watch a movie or something because you have to do all your studying in the classroom. You couldn't take your work home with you. So they would say, "Okay, you used to be on twenty hours a week study time. Now you're up to like thirty, or like in Paul's case, like forty, right?" Oh, I got like you max out at forties. I got to forties. Yeah, so that's an that's an extra that's an extra full time job on top of yeah on top of a work. Now you're a full time student. Yeah, that's two full time jobs. (laughs) Just study. That was like college. You were trying to get away from that shit. What the hell? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like when so when guys would say that shit and knowing that I got a low score, I'm like, hmm, I gotta be here anyways. So I would just if you if, if if that guy was really that smart, he'd be like, yeah. you can't do it outside because you're not allowed to leave because you're on forty hours yeah, a week. Meet me outside, dude. <laughs> yeah, just let me know when you get out. Let me know when you get out. Yeah. I'll be I'll be the yeah, I'll be the one oh, by the wait. movie theater. Wait, where is he? He didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, so let me just tell you how that works. I think because I got to forty tac fives. So let me explain what what is forty hours okay. a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so it. so it's, if it's forty tac five, it means Five of those, you have to do at least five hours um, each of those days. So you can't just like wait until the very end and do like fifteen hours at the very last day or something. Yeah. So each each of the oh weekdays, you had to do like five hours a day. So that's twenty five hours each weekday, and then plus your other hours of, for the rest of the week. So so you get off work at four, or you get off out of school at three thirty. Right. It means you get to that's take crazy. a half an hour for dinner, and then you go back to school until ten. 10 that's when they closed so you stay there until 10 and then you do that monday through friday now that means you have 25 weeks you have 15 hours to make up on saturday and sunday so did you want to do eight hours on saturday or eight hours on sunday yeah do that for the last do that for the for three weeks see how that feels in between see how that feels for for on on a test uh, after a test was it effective did it work uh... i I, I found (laughs) a way to sleep for at least two hours and and that's that's what sucks is like so now you're on forty tech fives and then you come back with a two seven yeah. after doing forty tech fives Jesus. and then and then some joker wants to say hey man how'd you do <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that's when I would that's remind them hey I'll up. just fuck you up not gonna not gonna lie <laughs> not gonna lie yeah so this is why like going back to uh, you know so. systems and cheating and all that stuff right like. And a lot kind of like comes full circle because you didn't want to be there, obviously, you know, um, you, you had to, but right. not, not under those circumstances. Like, and, you know, and that's the thing is the, the, the only cool thing about that was I knew that I, at, at some point, Alan had to do his hours too. So, you know, he might have, like, he might be on 20 tack threes or 15 tack threes or something like that. So 15 yeah. tack threes were, I think the best because then, uh, well, at least coming from 40s, uh, 15 tack threes just means you do three. <laughs> 15 like it means you zero zero tack zero would be the best, or <laughs> otherwise known as vols, right? Voluntary. Okay. Yeah, voluntary. Yeah, voluntary but I, there was a point in I think it was a school. I was on tens, ten tack zeros, because I was doing well in the math and all the other like easy shit. But once we got to the actual like nuclear shit, power, <laughs> I'm like the nuclear shit. I'm like, okay, never seen this shit before. I don't know anything about calculus. Yeah. <laughs> like, sorry. So, yeah, that, like, uh, I remember Alan having, like, I think we were on 15 threes. 
So then I would never see you on the weekend, but I knew I'd for the most I'd be yeah. able to hang out with you for at least uh, three hours a day. Yeah, yeah. And and real and what's uh, like Paul would just end up like walking around the halls because oh. you, all you have to do is walk into the building, and then like they they don't really check if you're studying or if you're in the classroom. So he would just walk by my classroom like once every twenty minutes for like the entire. Just, eight and, hours and then when you're there. there, he's like, "All right, hey, he's there. All right." <laughs> Yeah, when I'm there, then we would go to group study or something. Yeah. And then, yeah. of course, they'd be like, you don't want to study with the that guy. <laughs> I'm like, hey, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got like a, I, think, I think he got a 2-7. <laughs> it's good, man. It's solid. Yeah. He's got a strategy. He likes it here, so, you know. One of my strategies was, this is where I found out that Papa John's had a, had a veteran special. It was... Oh. 50 bucks for eight pizzas, one topping each, right? What was it? There was a, what wasn't no, the deal? There's a deal. It was, it was a, it was five for 25 and it was like five large pizzas for 25 bucks. So you basically just go around, you just walk around to find four other people that would pay you five bucks a piece. And then each person would get a large, a pizza. large pizza for five bucks. Yeah. 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 Or in other words, yeah. Paul had pizza for Friday, Saturday and Sunday. <laughs> exactly yeah that's damn it's, man essentially how that worked for me so it's like a it's like a pizza and a quarter <laughs> that's crazy yeah i was uh i forget who i'm talking to sometimes yeah and we had we had micro I, I had a microwave in my room so i would just i'd have stack five pizzas there i'd buy them on friday uh friday night you know eat that and then eat, eat a pizza save their other four put them in a the fridge Heat up half a pizza at a time. There's lunch. There's dinner. Take a cold pizza yeah. to uh, the school. Eat that. Because I couldn't leave to to eat. So, <laughs> yeah. What was I doing at that time? I was an apartment. And was you, were a, ball, you were balls deep in something. I guess so. Yeah. Right. So this is a, <laughs> I was a free man having sex, I guess. And, uh. Studying, <laughs> studying, trying to build the perfect Winamp uh, playlist that I could study to, and uh, and uh, add to my collection of you know um, DVDs and uh, GameCube games, and trying to play in poker nights. <laughs> so and, yeah. I just threw away my GameCube. Oh really? Yeah, like I don't, I don't, didn't know where any of the games were, and then I threw away all my PlayStation Two games because I don't have PlayStation Two anymore. Wow. We still play our N sixty four. Hmm. Who has a GameCube? Crystal, do you have it? I think it's at uh, Queen Allen's house. Okay. One of you guys still has a GameCube. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dust that thing off. Yeah. yeah we we get Tiger play, Woods? What do you play on N64? Tiger Woods on that? Or no? Mario, Mario Party 3 and Mario Kart and Super Smash Brothers. Oh, Smash, Smash Brothers. Brothers. I love mm-hmm. it. I remember... I love it. I miss Smash Brothers. Countless hours. Yeah. <laughs> you should be on 40 Tech 5s for Super Smash. Can you imagine <laughs> if that shit worked? <laughs> hey, I gotta leave, guys. Sorry. Oh, like um, forty I'm hours. I'm actually on uh, mandatory hours and <laughs> playing video games. So five hours. Yeah, yeah. no, rough. For five hours so, today. I fucked up last week. I was on twenty threes. I'm on forties fives yeah. now. So <laughs> it looks like it's look like it's mad. It's look like it's mad this week. So yeah, sorry. Yeah. See ya. See you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun getting rejected by chicks. Oh, I remember. So I like I haven't played Magic in a while. I kind of miss it. Um, but I used to play every week over in Simi, um, and I used to play the drafts and stuff. But I remember there were times where I left mm-hmm. early on a Friday night to like meet with people, 
right? And I remember there were some guys that were like, hey, man, where are you going? I, the draft, like, you only did two rounds in the draft. I'm like, dude, it's 9 o'clock on a Friday. Like, I'm going to go out, you know? He's like, why? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, so I just look, look at him and go like, uh, I, I would, no, because I would look at him and just do this. back to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why. The badge symbol. This Very is good. Nice. Like, it's not, <laughs> it's not going to fuck itself. All right. I got to go. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Or I would say, I, I like to remind to myself what a vagina looks like every now and then. Mm. So <laughs> I see you don't have that issue. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I was a so you don't. I, I never got. A, oh, I don't think I ever got a chance to go there. To no. That game shop if you never come in town, man, it's not like it's fun. So, this 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 is a good time to mention. Um, mm-hmm. in March, I am gonna be going to California. What? And yeah, yeah. Also, um, we're we're trying to get together uh, a plan to throw a sort of. Uh, like Cali reunion slash kids birthday party oh, to which, um, yes, to which you, you are invited and <laughs> to, to, which, to which we would love to use your parents' house, <laughs> <laughs> which, which they just sold. They just sold. Yeah, exactly. Which they so, just sold. Another thing. Yeah. Another thing, um, is, uh, if, if you're up for it, if not totally cool, but, uh, we would love to commission you for some, uh, some birthday photo action. Fuck yeah, I was going to say, um, when are we going to do yeah. more pictures, man? Yeah. That shit was fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, look, I, I was, if you're, you know, if it's in your schedule, if it's in the cards, because obviously, you know, you're, you got to do what you got to do. So, um, but if, if it works you out, I would love know, to, you know, hire you on. Let me know when the, and, the date, like when you actually have dates and I will make sure to put that in my schedule. I have a date. Oh, all right. Well, let me I open do. up my schedule. Look at that. Yeah. Look at that. There we go. So everybody on the podcast is invited, I, apparently, I guess, here. So, <laughs> you can give me so no, that. If, 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 if you want, you can give me the, the dates later. <laughs> they don't know where it's going to be. It's in California somewhere, guys. But, uh, yeah. So it's a... Uh, or we can stop recording and just finish Okay, that. cool. We'll do that then. So... so uh, what are you guys up to this weekend, I guess, is what we say. Yeah? Yeah? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <All right>. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so weird. So, Crystal's going to get some sleep. Uh, no. uh, she's got uh, to rest before she goes to that strip club with her boyfriend on Sunday. So, Oh, yeah. Definitely not going to that. Have yeah. fun. Ask Alex if he likes bottoms on or off. So. Ask him if nice. he wants to. No, we're not going to no strip club this weekend. All right. So, um, yeah, what's what's going on uh, this weekend, guys? I am yeah. preparing myself to be uh, terrified because um, the following week, uh, my wife is going to be going to Cambodia with her parents, which leaves me alone with both kids. Wow. That's epic, dude. Down. That's big news. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, so it was nice wow. knowing you guys. I can't even handle yeah, being with a dog dude. by myself. Like I, I get two, two yeah. kids that you gotta feed. <laughs> Fuck that. What do I do? They're all shit on themselves. I don't know. This <laughs> is turning into a disaster. How could you leave me home with children? I need. 
<laughs> I need a bigger mop. I need a bigger mop. <laughs> There's are no wipes big enough for this. Working? There's no wipes. <laughs> are you going to be working? or? Yeah. <laughs> You're just going to do overtime so... hours. <laughs> Yeah, I don't feel like going home yet, guys. It's it's cool. <laughs> you got it. The babysitter can wait an extra three hours yeah. um, while I go to Fridays and get a beer and some and some yeah. So, <laughs> so you oh, might not man. be podcasting for a few weeks. No, no, either that or I will have two guests with me. It will not be fun. <laughs> so, who knows? <laughs> who knows? Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Daddy, daddy, daddy. Oh, man. You want to play? No, I'm, I'm doing a podcast right <laughs> oh, now. Man. All right. But we can play Uno. Daddy, daddy, how about now? How about hey, now? Daddy, daddy, I found free parking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> daddy, daddy, so, I, yeah. Just, I just got found a mod to, I, I, I found a, uh, not a mod, what's it called? All right, Crystal, what are you doing? <laughs> Dad, we can play Jones in the fast lane. Yeah. Um. Oh, that'd be cool. He's not there yet. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, I mean, we're spending Alex's birthday weekend together. We both have Saturday, Sunday, Monday off. So, mm-hmm. but is Monday I mean, a holiday? No, but we just requested off because Alex's birthday is on a Sunday. It's hangover oh. day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Nice. So, you know, like you said, you don't have any plans, right? You know, no, no strip club plans. plans. <laughs> but you did leave she's room. Like, she's like, you there's, left room uh, that's, that's for weird. Crystal, I just looked it up. There's three strip clubs in your area called Sunday Night. So, yeah, okay, so. we're still not going. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what I'm doing this weekend. What if it was a strip club? What if it was so a Bible now study? Celebrate birthday. All right. You're going to Bible study? No, I said one because he said Sunday night is the name of them. But I said one of them is a strip club and one of them is a Bible study. Oh, (laughs) 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 hey, some of those girls that Bible study work at that strip club. Yeah, so don't mix them up. Just like Southern Belle and Sticky Fingers, don't mix them up. (laughs) Yeah, don't don't mix them up. Again, you can get Sticky Fingers at at Southern Belle if you want. If you want to. If you pay extra. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What about you, Al? Um, I got company holiday party Friday night. And then <coughs> some of our church friends holiday party Saturday night. So some holiday parties. Oh. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, but I'm off like from now until Friday. Like, So today is Monday. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday I'm off. So I'll be trying to do a lot of jujitsu. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. All right, what about you, Paul? I just looked at my calendar. I have nothing. I think I have a... Oh, wait, no, I don't. Sorry, I have something. This is... Uh, I have a consult. I have consults. It's kind of a... The, the wedding season ended um, like around the beginning of November. So. Okay. Um, I'm doing a lot of family portraits, but this weekend is not one of them. So. All right. So planning for the next season then. Yeah, I need to start uh, doing some maintenance on the cameras and trying to decide if I want to move up in bodies. Mm-hmm. So, you know, maybe even upgrade a couple lenses. So we'll see. For the bodies, is it typically to get like um, better resolution or faster speeds? Both. 
like about, your oh, biggest the, okay. the biggest the, the biggest uh thing that i look for is low light performance so you know because then that way i i don't have to mess with fl- like i flashes, i have flash yeah. but and i have a lot of remote flashes but if i can get away with not using it i'd rather sure. i'd rather not makes so. sense so then the yeah. optics then you're really going for better optics then yeah i mean if low it, light. it puts a puts a better um makes a better image then of course mm-hmm. so yeah very cool well, this has been yet All another right. edition of The Bro Show. Well, thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, any feedback is welcome with open arms. Where at? Uh, here. I don't know. <laughs> what's, what's the link? Where are people going? <laughs> and cut! Just, just, just make your own podcast. Fucking hope, hope we find it. And then we'll hear your feedback. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh man where i don't know here um, yeah knock on my door um, and uh at uh at at pro fat kid i think is where we're gonna direct all responses so there you go oh, you do that man. i don't even remember what the face on the on the socials it's eight bit yeah 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 no 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 let's just come on let's let's just be honest here let's do at uh, at pro fat kid on uh instagram and uh twitter right um pro fat kid did i get that right on instagram but fat is spelled with a ph ph yeah i mean or just for me it's my website everything my website goes everywhere (laughs) wait wait can you just call yourself prop (laughs) you can just probably call yourself prop hat kid prop hat kid yeah (laughs) (laughs) that's that's clever no i'm actually it's prop hat like if you look at my backpack i got seven hats I got a construction hat, I have a cowboy hat, and then I, I have a football helmet. It's just all pro- – obviously, it's not a real football helmet. It's a prop. So prop hat kid. Uh, yeah, exactly. It's just pictures of me with prop hats in different locations. Um, confusing. And don't it's miss thing. Yes, and don't I know. Miss, I have like eight Don't miss spell it because then he'll be profit kid. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, but, well, that's just like – you know, uh, you know uh, Donald Glover's Twitter, right? Is, uh, is uh, Don Glover? But people be like, a dong lover? <laughs> like, no, it's not, it's not, it's not dong lover, man. It's Don Glover. <laughs> I think he just farted. <laughs> so go ahead. Any feedback you have, um, go ahead and give it to Prop Hat Kid or a dong lover if you want. It's fine. <laughs> That'll work. Uh, How confused would that guy be if he got our uh, if he got messages to know. our podcast? Whatever from, from like your parents. Whatever. He <laughs> just think it's a like, bot. Or and something. then like the next time you come to California, your your dad's like, so I actually met Dong Dong Lover. Yeah. And <laughs> good guy. And he's actually a really cool guy. Yeah. So he said this next album is his last one. I didn't know what he was talking about, but whatever. So yeah, good. Apparently. You know, Apparently he said Atlanta's doing really well. Up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Saw the microphone. Started doing some karaoke. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. looking forward to the seeing him Star- on the live version the new- of Lion King. It's great. The so, new yeah. Star Wars movie that the new Star Wars movie's in is going to come out in a couple of years. It's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, he's going to be the and, next uh, Lando. Yeah, yeah, Lando Calrissian. Yeah. That's right. So that's going to be fun. Excellent. Yeah. So it's going to be awesome. Oh yeah, right. it's gonna be it's gonna be great. 
All right. Anyways, all right. We're done. I'm gonna stop the recording. Bye, people uh, listening, and then hello, people that are still talking. <laughs> we're gonna just talk for a bunch without you guys. Okay. Bye. <laughs>